up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Thursday, October 8th. Here's what you missed while you were prepping for yet another Category 4 hurricane to hit the Gulf. Well, all right. We start with last night's debate. And, well, it was... A debate. It happened. Definitely not as entertaining as the last one, but I'm pretty sure that's a good thing. They at least were able to talk about policies, even though I swear most of the time it seemed only one of the people on stage was being upfront. And truthfully, I wasn't exactly hooting and hollering after it ended either. Now, some might think it was a draw. Some will say Pence took it. But if he won, it was more because he's just a better debater. And he knows how to talk over the moderator long enough to get his lies and myths truths out. And Kamala trying to hold back and appear as congenial as possible because, God forbid, she comes out as the quote-unquote angry black lady. Well, she was just barely jumping on anything he said and kept going back to a lot of her same points and numbers. Now, she definitely agrees with Joe Biden on one thing. They will not answer the question around packing the Supreme Court with more justices if Barrett gets the confirmation. As in adding more open positions so they can nominate their own liberal judges, they both completely dodge that question every time it's asked. And there were other moments, like when talking about the nomination, she brought up this anecdote about President Lincoln from 1864, which was was kind of apt and spot on, but she never brought it back to just four years ago when Republicans were on the other side trying to go against Honest Abe. At least that's how I would have done it. All right, since it was a debate, there was a lot of half-truths said, like how Pence said that we'll have millions of doses of the vax available by the end of the year, even though most experts say the common folk won't get access until March or summer of next year. By the way, I think it was also a misstep for Kamala to say that she wouldn't take the vax if Trump endorsed it. I would have said something like, I'll take a second opinion first. Anyways, what's interesting, though, is that according to Pew Research, quote, Republicans are 14 percentage points less likely to say that they would take a coronavirus vaccine than Democrats, 44% to 58%. So, yeah, it's more of the conservatives that are scared. I don't know why he's saying that she's politicizing it. All right, back to the debate. You, You have the topic of tax cuts, with Pence saying that families got an increase of $4,000 a year because of Trump's tax cut plan, but... But no, even according to the White House, that number would have been over eight years time, less than 1% per year, which is less than inflation. I mean, most households of four only really got about an extra $550. Or how about claiming that Joe would abolish fossil fuels and alluding that that meant he would end fracking? Now, while Biden has flipped on this topic, it's not even something the president can do. He could only end it on federal land. And these are state regulations. So when they say they'll abolish fossil fuels? Well, hello, that's because we're trying to move away from burning dead dinosaurs and move the future technology. Yeah, I do hope that we eventually abolish fossil fuels, but he's not talking about next year, you dodo. And yes, I know oil is not actually dead dinosaurs, but please don't kill my joke with logic. All right, the trade war with China. Well, we're losing it. And I've said before, listen, I'm no fan of China, their CCP, or their loose practices with intellectual property. But really, the Trump administration has done little to help those situations. And in the past three years, they've done nothing to change the fact that China still accounts for more than half the trade deficit. And lastly, the freaking economy. I mean, He claims that before the vid, it was great. And yeah, it was 
good and they say it's roaring back again but once again have to remind people the stock market is not the economy remember we still have record unemployment people are still losing their jobs some of them permanently and many that have gotten new jobs are getting paid less and we know this is mostly because of the vid but the blame is still left on their shoulders for their failure to properly act as a national leadership and leave most of the work to the individual states plus of course the same thing that kamala kept saying they knew about it early and didn't really say anything. Oh, and another, finally. We can't forget the guest cameo of the night, which, according to Twitter and memes, was either Mike Pence's only black friend, an infiltrator sent from the future, a campaign bug, or tiny Michael Jordan crying. All right, if you've no idea what I mean, I'm referring to the small housefly that landed on Pence's snow-white hair and stood there for about three to four minutes like he'd just found the fattest turd sandwich in Salt Lake City. He really took over the whole event. Around the end of the night, there were like 169,000 tweets referencing the fly, and the memes obviously just continued to pour out into the morning. The internet never fails and always wins. And even though I've spent about five and a half minutes of the show talking about this debate it was the vice president debate listen it's kind of important because remember these presidential candidates are really old and both would be the oldest president ever if elected but are people even paying close attention to this or are most of the minds again already decided because as dave wasserman tweeted that an insect that an insect stole the show pretty well sums up how much this debate will alter the trajectory of the presidential race yeah not much thank you mr quest Okay, that was long. But now I have to discuss Trumpito. Yeah, because I really think we have an issue here. This dude is drugged up and acting loony. I don't know what's exactly in that Regeneron they're giving him, but keep it away from me. So first, yesterday... This dude posted a video on his Twitter feed claiming he's been cured of the vid. That Regeneron, the antiviral cocktail they're giving him, well, they call it a therapeutic, but some people can't define therapeutic, so he just calls it a cure. Now, when he says some people, he's always referring to himself. He doesn't know how to define it, so he picks a more simple word that doesn't match, like cure. Are you f- kidding me mr president the cure no we're not talking head on the door 1980s new wave punk band no he's claiming he's been healed like lazarus and that this was a blessing in disguise yeah for us anyways like i said he might be under the influence I don't know. But that was Dr. Trumpito. Then this morning, the Committee on Presidential Debates said that the next presidential debate would be virtual because, you know, one of those two guys is still infectious with a deadly disease. So what does baby Trumpito do? He calls up Fox Business Live and cries about it, whines about it, then says he's not going to do it. And why? Because it would be easy for the moderator to cut him off. What an ass. (laughs) Then get this. He said, quote, I'm back because I am a perfect physical specimen and I'm extremely young. And so I'm lucky in that way. And quote. Thank you, Mr. Quest. I shouldn't have to say this, but Trump at 74 years old is clinically obese and has known heart issues. Is he on crack? Thank you. Is there crack in Regeneron? Okay, fine, fine, fine. I yield the rest of my time, ma'am. 
I add this story to the wasn't expecting that pile. So it was reported today that the FBI thwarted an attempt from an extreme right-wing militia group in Michigan to kidnap and execute the governor, Gretchen Whitmer. Yep, no lie. Surprising? Kind of, but also not really. I mean, these are the same groups of people, allegedly, that stormed the Capitol earlier this summer, demanding to be free from the tyranny of quarantine and protection from the vid by way of mask wearing. A little certain orange man, I remember, called them very good people, but they are angry. I guess so, Mr. Presidente. Angry enough to, quote, agree to take violent action and discuss the violent overthrow of certain government and law enforcement components. Members of the group talked about murdering tyrants or taking a sitting governor, according to the affidavit. Discussions included using 200 men to storm the Capitol building in Lansing, kidnap hostages, including Whitmer, and try the governor for treason, according to the affidavit, end quote. Yeah, these are totally reasonable people. I guess the FBI director, Chris Ray was correct, as was Joe Biden during the debate when he quoted him saying, the biggest threats of violence in America are these extremist militia groups, often also associated with white supremacy. You know, the ones Donald denies exists or are even a threat because, you know, Antifa. Quote, all of us can disagree about politics, but those disagreements should never, ever result in violence. Couldn't agree any more. All right, well, here's a news story I'm sure Don Jr. had nothing to do with. Allegedly. Just kidding. You got to check this out. You know all those guns and drugs that are coming through the Mexican border they keep raving about and still haven't added more than five additional miles of fencing to protect? Well, see, that's really only one route. There are many ways to smuggle things into America. Not that I know anyone, but if you need someone, I might know someone. Allegedly. Okay, okay, I'm done with that joke. Anyways, the story is this. Private jets and planes have been getting stolen around central and southern Mexico recently. To do what they've been used for decades, smuggle drugs. And just today, one of these such aircraft was intercepted in Mexican airspace, chased down for hundreds of miles by helicopter until it just ran out of fuel and crashed in central Mexico. Inside, 880 pounds or... 400 kilos, like they say on the street, of snow white cocaina on its way to America. Another big bust for Antonio the Lawman, and another dagger in the border wall theories. And finally, some good news for Apple users. You know I love y'all. Ahead of the big show next week, you get something new. This one's about Apple TV+, Plus, which I've told you guys many times is really unexpectedly great. Especially when you consider that I haven't paid for it at all this year. Yeah, you see, when they launched last year, they said if you purchased any Apple device after September 20th, you'd get a free year of Apple TV+, Plus starting November 1st when it launched. So I'm still on my free year. It should expire at the end of this month. But boom, early surprise. Apple's adding an additional free three months, or at least the free trials all go until the end of February. And it happens automatically. You don't have to do anything. But what about the people that are actually paying? Well, if you paid for the year ahead, then you'll get three months credit. And if you pay monthly, you'll also get the credit back. I remember Apple TV Plus is only $4.99, 5 bucks a month. And so if I recommend one show from all of them, because there's a lot of good ones out there, but I think right now the world needs to watch Ted Lasso. It's hilarious. It's relative, it's heartwarming, and it's just a damn well-written show. Go check it out. Even without an Apple device purchase, you still get seven days for free if you want to try it. And you know, since my bucks are playing tonight on NFL Network, I'll also quote Ted and say, early drinking means quick drunken. Cheers!
Well, my beautiful people, those are my top five news stories of the day. And in one bonus news story, I saw that uh, Facebook, like I mentioned before, still trying to get in people's good graces when it comes to the election. And they announced today that they're stopping all political ads for a week after the election day. I guess, you know, to help combat misinformation through advertisements, because that's how misinformation spreads. It's not through the good old share button. Yeah. Thanks, Facebook. We're all counting on you. Not really. I'm sure a week will be just enough, even though most people think that the final tally won't happen until maybe three weeks after Election Day. We should stop calling it Election Day. Just call it Election Month, at least for this year. Also, guys, don't forget to register to vote. Link is in the show notes. And in some places, the election has already started. Maybe you've already mailed in your absentee ballot or you have in-person voting already open. Take advantage of it. Check your registration. And if you're not registered, make sure you take action. All right. Anyways, that's my show. This is the last one of the week. So remember, hope you made a count this week. Make a count on the weekend. And as always, tell a friend to tell a friend if you like what I do. And remember to stay focused, proud, and dedicated in all you do. Dodge the rest. Catch up with Quest. Top5at5.com because I got you with the news. 